0: hey everyone welcome back to another episode of coffee time with biswas today we're here with a very special guest pariche who i had an honor of seeing in person and perform at Daisy fest like what i think nine years ago so like to say the least it's been a long time and he was already established at that point but now he's blown up and in, in the bollywood industry and i'm just gonna let you continue to introduce yourself but we have the Indo-Canadian singer, songwriter, music composer Bariche. Hello, how are you doing?
1: Hello, I haven't have said that term in a long time unless it's a call from the bank or something. <laughs> <laughs> About right this moment is I'm working on my fourth, fifth, and sixth studio albums right at, all at the same time. Wow. And uh, yeah, all goes well. I want to put out three albums this year. I know it's uh, it's a bit of a crazy ass task and. Um,
0: three Little albums bum. I mean like most yeah. people work on one album at a time
1: and uh, you know what I've been I've been working on on this forever so it's not like you know what I mean yeah. and what's happened is over the years I've experimented with so many different kinds of music you know having done independent and then you go to Bollywood and they want something completely different and then you do something based on what you're feeling so you know all these different uh, uh, moments have helped me put together different styles of music. And, and, and when I looked at it, I'm like, yo, will these even fit on one album? And it's like, nah, it's just, it, the, the flavor's just gonna be all over the place. So you know what, let's just split them into three.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's true. You can go with the different genres. What genre would you say your music is?
1: Honestly, there is no one. And then this, this is my biggest battle in, in uh, Bollywood, in, in, in that industry, I fight with them all the time is, you know, just because I'm from Canada, they just feel like, oh, give us party song. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you, know, <laughs> you got, got that Honey pro. Sing vibe there. So
0: they just want all the rap.
1: See, it's like they always want to bucket somebody in, in into something just mm-hmm. so they can kind of get a grasp on you. You know what I mean? And it's right. like, nah, you can't call me just a, a, a Daisy hip-hop artist. No, you can't call me just a love song guy. No, you can't call me just a party song guy. I love doing everything. You can't say I just do... Classical, you can't right. say I just do pop, you know what I mean? So it's like, look where we grow up, you know, all our influences are, we're complete. I'm from Scarborough. And so I grew up listening to chutney and soka music and reggae right. and dance hall, you know what I mean? I'm At home, I'm listening to old school Bollywood. And then we go to go to Brampton, you go to Indian jam, you're listening to Pangoda, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, it's like everything's mixed and, and mashed up in our, in our heads. And, and that's kind of my influences. And, and that's why I keep telling them, don't box me, man. I'm... You can't put me in one box. I just want to do me. You know what I'm saying? And that's why the three albums are just going to give out three different kinds of flavors in three different directions. And um, and all three of them are reflective of who I am and what my music is. That's awesome. And how long would you say you've been working on it for? Oh, I've been working on it forever. A lot of these songs are Bollywood rejects. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I take even more pride in it because I feel like Some people out there don't even know what the hell they're talking about. (laughs) It's like, yeah, I mean, I'm music.
0: I'm actually curious just because I don't know too much of the process myself. Um, So when you're working with Bollywood, what or actually, let's just start at the beginning here. How did you get yourself into Bollywood? Number one, because like, I mean, we know all this stuff going on today and, and people talking, but like, it's not an easy industry to just walk yourself into. Like, how did you get there?
1: Uh, well, really, uh, you know, it's, it's, it started with bits and pieces, to be honest. My, my absolute first Bollywood touch point ever was uh, a film called Kuda Hafiz. Mm-hmm. And I had met this guy, uh, this music director, they call him out there, whatever. His, his name is Shamir Tandon. He's done a bunch of music with, uh, with, with a lot of people over the years and, and blah, blah, blah. I met him at Yashraj Studios. Okay. And he, he said to me, uh, um, yeah, okay, so I'll be the composer and can you just produce this song? As in, at the time, see, see, again, it's 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 a cultural, um, musically, from a music culture standpoint, uh, out here, a producer is somebody that does the beat, you know what I mean, the music. Right. In India, you've got the, the producer, which they call the programmer, then they have the composer, which would have been this guy, and then you have a lyricist, and so they have this one extra person in, in the chain, really, right. right? So it took me a little bit to try to get used to that, so he said to me, would you produce it? So I said, cool. I said, uh, where we started from? He goes, I already have the song. I have the vocal. And the singer was uh, this girl called Molly. She had, she had she was on Indian Idol or something, one of them uh, singing shows. Right. And um, and so he sent me the vocal. I, I produced the record and I got a roach on it. He did a little verse on it, you know what I mean? And I uh, sent it to him, he approved it and blah, blah. So that was my first touch point in Bollywood. That, that's all from here, uh, you know, just from one trip over there and blah, blah. Then I realized, uh, and then I sang, uh, uh, the remake of Yamla Pagladiwana, the remix with uh, RDB. Mm-hmm. And then I sang the re- official remake of uh, uh, Chandani Meri Chandani with uh, Sunidhi Chahan. So these were all like one single touch points here and there, you know. Right. And then I realized, listen, it's I, I, I'm obviously I feel like I'm more than just singing remakes or just singing, I want to produce, I want to compose, I want to do that type of stuff. And stuff that you that, were already doing. That I was already doing that on an independent exactly, front, right? but yeah. I want to do that for films because I, I, I speak fluent Hindi. Uh, and uh, I understand what the process is, but obviously from being from here, it was, it's a huge challenge just moving out there, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So, uh, I had to take that step. So, uh, you know, like they say, life begins outside your comfort zone. So I had to do that. It, it wasn't easy. Obviously nothing's easy. Right? Did you, and did you move from,
0: out there? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I moved out there. I, I still have a good base there and anytime I feel like I want to go and, and, you know, get into uh, the funnel again, I will but obviously I have a lot more contacts now So I don't feel like I need to be as local all the time, right? Because uh, right. a lot of stuff happens remotely as well. So from a from a mental standpoint I'm just way happier in Canada, you know what I mean? Because yes, yeah. ultimately home, right? So friends and freedoms and stuff like that. So uh, So yeah, so I moved out there and then uh, so now I was meeting tons and tons of people just Pitching music and I have a bank of hundreds and hundreds of songs. Songs I can't even pull up on my laptop anymore because some of those instruments are obsolete. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh my like, my From from a software standpoint. So, right. uh, so that's how much music I've, I've built over the years. But anyway, so I met these people. I met and then eventually I um, I didn't even really remember exactly how or whatever. But I dropped off a bunch of music with tips.
0: Mm-hmm. You know
1: the 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 movie guys. Yeah. Uh, the music guys. They're known for their music anyway. Uh, anyway, so I dropped off some music there. And I suddenly at seven a.m. and I, I and I'm a late sleeper and I try to wake and I kind of wake up late, right? At least back then, that's what that was. That's what I am <laughs> My phone rings at seven or eight a.m. in the morning. Uh, I've never taken calls at that time, but for some reason, I just I kind of flipped over and I saw my phone ringing and I was, it was on silent, but I saw it blinking. I took the call and it was uh, uh, it was the girl from Tips, and uh, she said, you know, we've heard one of your songs, we really like it. Why don't you come in for a meeting? I came into, I went in for a meeting, and then that turned from one song for that film to pretty much the whole soundtrack. Wow! So that was, I did nine out of, or yeah, eight out of nine or nine out of ten songs on that soundtrack. So, and that included composing, production, and also singing with uh, Neha Kakkar and Vishal Dadlani and Gippy Graywal and. Soda younger sister Tisha, so wow. that was a good that was that was a full fledged experience that took a lot of time. Obviously, you know each song there was like thirty versions. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you got it because you get into the script of the film and you've that's really that's understand. what I
0: was wondering about too. Like when you sit with the creative process of it, are you mm-hmm. having to sit with like the directors, producers, and finding out their kind of creative process of the song, and then you're making the song from that, or are these songs that you've already kind of built up and then doing vocals after?
1: afterwards no so so uh look there's no one set formula for anything right for that and that that applies to life in general right in today's world but uh but in this case i can give you a specific example is i had they had scratches of certain songs okay right that 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 they really liked and that one song is what brought me into the office and kind of got me involved in the project and then, uh, obviously, we had to tweak some lyrics based on the situation in the song. But they like the basic vibe. The basic vibe fit into the film. If that hadn't happened, I wouldn't get the call. Right. Right. So unless you unless you're already established, where they sign you, and then you start from scratch and and, and you build songs based on on uh, the situations. But right. in my case, because I, I wasn't established there, um, it was just that one song that kind of fit into the situation. And then we tweaked it a little here and there, but the, the basic concepts stay, stay the same. And uh, the good thing is I already knew Neha from before that So okay. I had sent her, sent her the remake of Kurd On WhatsApp from here And she, she hit me back saying Yo, I love this song I'm gonna record it and send you the vocals And then her brother Tony is a very good friend of mine I've known him for, for years as well And then he recorded her and then he sent me the vocal And so I had that scratch as well So then when I went into the meeting I played them that one I played them Pina And instantly uh, Kumarji Ji, Kumar Tarani He's a legend, you know, as far mm-hmm. as uh, Bollywood music goes He's from the 90s that man he's got an ear like you wouldn't believe so when he was telling me to make certain changes i just did it of kind course of blindly because because somebody that spent 40 years in the game and knows commercially what's going to work you're going to listen to him you know what for so sure he, he pretty much gave me that first major shot and uh, i appreciate that i appreciate him for that forever so uh, so yeah that's how one song led to two and then two to three three to four and then we started having sessions and we you know i they pretty much told me the whole script of the film and 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 you know oh we're missing this one song for this one situation do you think you have something and then right. I came back with like five six seven eight ten different ideas and then boom that one clicked and then that one would get locked and then we'd finish that one off like that's how it worked This is a long process it took like I don't know a year and a half or something wow. to get those songs together if not longer but uh, yeah. And a lot of back and forth, I'm sure, too. Just Oh, you won't even believe it, man. Yeah. It was like I was on vacation and, and uh, I remember I was in Niagara Falls and then uh, just about to hit the casino, have a good time, I get a call saying, hey, by the way, can you change this? And next thing you know, I'm on my laptop working. <laughs> There's no casino, just sending versions back and forth. So, yeah, that, it's, it's a crazy process, but uh, I'm glad we got it done in the end.
0: And would you say, like, when you finished the the music for that film because you mentioned it was more than one song do you feel like you hit that moment in your career where you're just like okay i i made it like all my hard work
1: I've, i finally got to that that peak of my career no i don't think i felt like i made it or i hit the peak at all i'm not i'm not even close to being at my peak like honestly but uh uh, uh I would say I'm at like thirty, forty percent of where I want to be. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah, thirty percent, not not even forty. 30%. See,
0: to me, that just sounds so low because I feel like you've been hustling for so many years, and like, this is a huge moment.
1: For I feel like for people to see you go from Toronto to Bollywood, like that's huge. Oh, it is. I got a lot of love and respect and all of those good things, right? I, I did a, sh- a shitload of gigs all over the right. world and. And you see those parks come and then we went on the promo tour, which was again all over the place. You're flying business and you know what I mean, and then you're in the best, the best hotel. I was staying in not during the promo, but there were certain shows we were doing, and, and, and I find out after the gig or the day after we check out that right. that, that hotel room was like fifteen hundred pounds a night. You know what oh I mean? And you're like, wow. <laughs> and all I did was sleep because you you. And, and that's, that's wearing, a
0: step up. That's a step up from Scarborough life, I'm sure. De- <laughs> definitely, you
1: know what I mean? That's from, that's from looking at like seventy nine ninety nine hotels on. On Expedia and, and <laughs> go, going from there to, to sh- shit like that, and there was times where my laundry bill was like three hundred dollars. You know what I mean? Oh my I never gosh. paid for it. But uh,
0: <laughs> who would have ever thought, was- though? Like those are like the little things
1: you never even like think about. And and the funny thing is, it never got to me, and I'm glad it never did because. Yeah. Uh, Uh, Because I was always looking and I still am always looking for the next thing I can do You know what I mean? So, and that's why uh, sometimes though I do have, not regrets, but there's certain things I have decided I will do Is I'd be in certain places, certain countries and, 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 you know, uh, even my parents would be like Yo, you should go, you're in Hong Kong, go check it out and blah blah And I'm like, I'm so tired, like all I care about is I gotta get some rest, do my sound check, come back you know what I mean? Get everything set. Right. So you don't do even a get a chance to... No, you, exactly. And and, and and that's the that's that's the crazy thing. It's like you work so hard to want to wanna live that. Exactly. And in that moment, all you're doing is thinking about work. <laughs> I know, because
0: I'm like, when you go out to a place and you fly out, you would think that you could give yourself like two days to just do your own thing, but then you're so caught up with everything else, you're just trying to take it easy.
1: Exactly. But, uh, but that's kind of changing now, because now I've decided anytime I... Uh, I traveled to a new country I haven't been to uh, for a gig. I'm going to I'm going to check it out.
0: Good, good. And how how was that adjustment moving to India cuz it's just it's where exactly? Like did you live in Mumbai for a bit? I lived
1: I lived in in proper like in the heart of Bollywood. There's three spots in Bollywood. There's Andheri, there's Juhu, and there's Bandra. I was always between these three spots no matter what. Nice. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's it's it, the transition uh, look, I speak Hindi and I speak Marathi as well, which is a local language. So, right, so I have you were... that advantage. Yeah, I definitely have that advantage, which is uh, which helped me. But uh, but it's definitely not easy because I don't have anybody in the film industry from, yeah. from my from my family. So it's like, and they're having this massive debate right now about outsiders versus nepotism and all that stuff. And and trust me, it's it's uh, uh, it's a hundred million times easier for somebody to to. Uh, That has that comes from a film family background. Oh, I'm sure. And at
0: least to just get someone to listen to you is is a huge thing, right? Of
1: course. And listen to and listen, let let me tell you, let's be honest, man. When 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 somebody listens to you already knowing who your parents are, they listen to your song very differently than somebody that just came from a different country. And I feel like
0: in our culture too, like just the whole respect thing. If you know the person's parents, you're gonna respect them that much more.
1: Of course. Of course, there's no doubt about it And if if that song you present to me is a 7 out of 10 But there's somebody else that has a 9 out of 10 I still can't say no to your dad So I'm going to go with your 7 Just to keep that relationship Right, right You know what I'm saying? So So a lot of a lot of kids from film families think uh, you know it's the same playing field. It's really not. It's, it's yeah, different.
0: and it's and it's like that for the music industry as well. Then it is, and that's something that we don't always talk about when it comes to the Bollywood industry.
1: Yes, definitely. Look, let me also. Uh, it's a lot. I think it's easier for, for someone to just be a singer. Uh, right. But but the second you because look, the truth is, the composer of a film carries the most amount of control on the music. Right. From a musical standpoint, okay? Um, not the singer, because in, in Bollywood, the singer comes, and oftentimes the same song is sung by like five or six, if not more, different singers. Very and true. And until the last moment, you don't even know whose song is going to be out. I've had to do that, you know? Uh, not that I've wanted to, but there's times where the director wants something, or the producer wants something, and so you record different uh, singers, and, and then they kind of take collective decision as to whose voice sounds the most or the best or commercially viable or suits the actor there's tons of factors right so uh, uh, so that's what happens so me as a value, as a composer um, it's it's even harder to get in because you're not just going in as a singer so so yeah, so yeah. Basically com- coming from a non-film family is definitely not, not an easy task uh, and then coming but, from uh, Canada
0: on top of that and, it, coming from Canada and it's Canada like can you take this guy seriously is he just here for just you know momentarily and you know yes there's just so much
1: to it there's so much to it and oftentimes you you won't even be asked certain questions you'll just be either judged or uh it it will be assumed right but uh fortunately in this situation i was there local i had a had a place so uh they even came to my my home studio and stuff like that that's awesome everything was everything was legit you know um and uh what was i gonna say uh however coming from Canada uh, you know I started my career singing, singing love songs Yes. but a lot of people will just automatically write you off because you're from the West assuming you can't sing love songs love songs are only for people guys that are depressed or sad and and trust me I'm not saying anything against depression so that's I'm not talking about mental yeah. health issues but I'm just saying sad okay let's because like often you're when you're
0: responses. from but often when you're from North America it's like what do you even have to to worry about. And that's worry about. a lot of yeah, the perception. You, you,
1: you, yeah, and you're probably somebody that, oh, that that's always partying. That's exactly a lot of them right. have this perception. And it's like, nah, bro, <laughs> I'm not always partying. And let's be real. If the I way, to party, I'd be in Miami or Vegas. You know what <laughs>
0: I'm and the way you dress, I'm sure that doesn't help the cause. Like Exactly. That's and true. I'm not saying anything's wrong with the way you dress. It's cool, it's dope. But <laughs> for Bollywood, I'm sure that they, they just want to put you in this box. And it's hard to, to get out of that.
1: No, it's true because I left uh, Dharma Productions' office one day and uh, uh, the guy was there to meet from the music team, he told me later because that current was out there and I said we'll right. to him on my way out. And he apparently said to the music guy after, why do all these guys always dress like that? He we didn't mean it in like a good, bad, or ugly way or whatever, but he yeah. just had that comment. So obviously I'm dressed hip-hop because that's, that's how I dress, right? right. And uh, uh, so they just assume that if he's dressed like that, he can't sing love songs. I'm not saying they, Terma did that, but just in general.
0: And a lot of you your, have to dress. I feel like a lot of your earlier stuff
1: was all love songs first. It, it, it was entirely love songs. And yeah. that's what I, to be honest, like I, I love, that's that's the style of music. I got one of my albums is only love songs now. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. but in the West, an R&B singer, you could, you could still like Usher. Look at Usher, look at August Alcino, look at all these mm-hmm. R&B guys. They still dress urban, but they're doing love songs. You know what I mean? So, it's accepted here, but out there you gotta look a certain way for you to to be considered a love sing, a love song singer. That's how it is. It's just everything's bucketed. Everything's wow. You know. And
0: do you uh, say? Do you think like a lot of um, like for example like a red carpet party? Like, is it really just the whole networking? Like it's like going like everyone's just talking to each other to get further and further and further. Or is there actually that moment of celebration at a red carpet?
1: Red carpet, man, I went to a couple of those few events. I, I honestly I can't deal with that man. It's it's, it's <laughs> yeah, it's just it's like I don't whatever, you know? It's one of those whatever moments. It's like, nah. I'd rather just chill. I'd rather just kick it with my boys or whatever. Yeah. Or be in the studio. That that's yeah. my happy place. These red carpets and stuff like that is whatever. After party I've had some good sessions with uh with some friends from the industry like Kumar Bajidi and, you know, he's a wicked lyricist and, and, and some other people there, but uh, yeah, I'm not too big on these awards and stuff like that. I couldn't be care less.
0: I wanted to ask like, how did you get and like in contact with, with like Nargis and Sonakshi, like who are like really great Bollywood actresses? Honestly, I didn't know Nargis, um, had like music going for her. I know Sonakshi did for a while, but I didn't know Nargis was singing.
1: I, I, I met, uh, I had a song that I'd played to Z Music and they really liked it. And then through my management, uh, we hit up Nargis and then I I sent her three song options. I'm like, yo, let's do a record. She was was down. And then she picked one of them. And then I said, you know what, now that we got her her on board. Or I'm not sure if I spoke to her first or I spoke to Cardi first. But I'm like, it'd be dope to do a a project with uh, Cardinal. Because he's from Canada. He's always been a legendary, legendary dude out here, you know, even... Drake took it to a whole different level, but yeah, Cardi's the first guy that kind of broke through, right? So, uh, so I was like, w- it'd be dope to do like a, a, a song where I can get a Bollywood actress and at the same time, like a mainstream rapper and bring it all together. So, Cardi was down and uh, coincidentally, both him and Nergis picked the same song out of the oh, three Oh, that's that awesome. Yeah, and then the other song that was out of those three went to Sean Kingston. So, uh so it was like wicked, everything kind of worked out. And then when I spoke to her, uh, she wasn't uh, going to be singing at all. It was just being in the video. And then I said to her, hey, would you be cool to sing? She's like, yeah, I'm down, man. When, when I get to Toronto, we'll, we'll check it out, to see how it sounds. And if you like it, we'll keep it. If it doesn't work, we won't. And I said, cool. And then it sounded all right. It sounded really good, actually. And then we just wow. kept Wow. It. Yeah,
0: it's just one of those things I would never because you only see them in one realm, right? And it's the same thing. We put them in this box and you That's don't exactly see them outside it of was. it. Yeah, yeah. But, like, she did awesome with that song.
1: Yeah, she did. And that was just, like, she didn't have that much to sing. It was a few lines, but uh, but she really wanted to put in the effort. She's like, no, I want to get the pronunciation right and this, that, whatever. So, yeah, we got it all done in Toronto. And with Sonakshi. she... Uh, I had sent her a, a remake of Tanha Tanha. Mm-hmm. Actually, I played it to her in person at her crib when it was... Uh, she was signed to... Say, I'm signed to the same management as her. I was. Okay. Uh, so, it's it's the whole team was there. And then we went to a crib and I played her Tanha. And she loved that song. But that one didn't work out for some reason. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to keep sending you music. And then uh, she's like, yeah, cool, cool, cool. And then I sent her Gia. Uh, and then she said... Instantly, she's like, yo, a mo- mo- lot of songs... You got to hear it a few times for it to grow on you, but this one kind of, uh, I, I liked it right away That's on, great. on first listen. So yeah, and she she's, again, she's very hardworking, man. She put in, she was like, yo, if I need to come in a third time, a fourth time to record, record it so we get it right, I'm, I'm down to do that. So she put in the effort and we kind of pulled it off.
0: Wow, that's great. And would you say like they're pretty down to earth to work with, like easy to yeah, get yeah, along yeah,
1: with? Yeah. yeah, definitely easy to get along.
0: Good. I still can't believe like you just have featured like all these artists and you still you're telling me that you're at like 40 (laughs) percent
1: of what you think you're. You have no idea, man. I I, like my mind is somewhere else.
0: (laughs) I mean, and it's great because you always need that motivation to keep going and you don't want to get to a point where it's like just boring for you. Yeah. Or like you already reached there and you get like too confident or something. But nah, like nah, celebrate nah. your there's successes because so
1: there's a lot of course I do that of course I do that of course I do that you know um, look it's it's a fine balance between celebrating it and getting caught up in the moment and the hype for too long right and 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 constantly pushing because it's like um, you're just as good as your last song you know what I mean and yeah and and, and oftentimes now the balance I'm trying to find to be very honest with you is between being a perfectionist and letting go at a good enough time to move on to the next project so I'm not spending too much time on one. You know what I mean? So that's that's some, if you know what I mean. That's 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 a bit challenging because I want everything to sound right from the mix to the final master. It's got to sound exactly like I want it, but that takes up a lot of time. And and is that because and, you
0: are controlling all aspects of that song, right? Because you're composing it, you're writing yes, for it, and and it.
1: That's exactly. What and I'm is that
0: like it. the one downfall you feel? Well, not a downfall because it's good to have that control over the music mm-hmm. and to know all aspects of it. But is that the one thing that is just getting you way too much, like time-wise?
1: um maybe yes maybe no but here's the thing though on the other side of the spectrum if you if look i the reason i even became a producer in the first place is because when i used to play with the band uh some of the musicians used to be lazy as fuck (laughs) and and they wouldn't show up to practice so i started playing the keys to fill in those gaps right then the guitar player would slack right and then and i started playing guitars and then I said, you know what? Enough of this cover shit. Let's do some original music. And then I was looking for producers, but then either the producer, uh, you know, you want the the, the stems, they wouldn't send it a time, or you want certain changes to the beat, they take forever, or you, you know what I mean? Right. You like, constantly I having to rely, needing. rely exactly. on other people. Exactly. So, so, so if you put you put these two back to back, hey, listen, I can do everything myself now. Everything, right? And and but everything. Let me explain to you what everything means. Everything means. Uh, creating the beat Producing it fully right. Okay Helping with the writing I can even write The whole lyrics But now I just work with Different lyricists Because that's something I think there's a l- l- Tremendous amount Of talented lyricists All over the world mm-hmm. Especially in India That can write quick They know what Connects with the masses They really Are passionate about it And they can flip Flip it back quick I've found that So that's one area That I don't really Mess with You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. Like I, I got people I work with That I love to work with So that's good Now singing it Recording it Producing it Getting it mixed Getting it mastered from my engineers Coordinating with them Right Telling them what I like What I don't like Blah 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 Then The artwork Of a record Then The right. The, the, the storyline Of the music video From that To the editing To the color grading Shooting I know Pretty much Most aspects Of most of these things And that's what This grind And this hustle Teaches you over the years Right Now there's a lot of artists that I know that are talented that, that deserved a lot more, that fell off. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what makes me think, hey, maybe I made the right decision. Yes, I uh, got into a lot of areas which perhaps I could have just delegated or you know handed over to somebody and just paid them and, and, and just accepted whatever came back or done what i done, you know what I mean? And, right. and a lot of these artists, unfortunately, because they've been dependent on others and along the way those others fell off, they've had to fall off. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, so looking back, I'm like, maybe I did the right thing but that's why I survived so long and I, I have longevity to keep going for the next 10, 15 years.
0: That's true. So,
1: yeah And, so and again, you
0: just you don't you know relying on something especially like with Indian standard time and everything, it's just too <laughs> much. it's too it much. Is, it is, is,
1: no, but even here, there's artists here that, yeah. have, that don't really collaborate with um, artists in India and they they, had, they have and had the ability to put together records. Connect with people, do tours, do shows. I won't take any names because I don't want to disrespect these artists. But the world changed, the game changed, everything changed, and then and now we're at such a saturated point where everybody and the mamas got <laughs> got singles, you know. Oh I mean? yeah. So, oh yeah. So so now it's that's that's a new challenge. So we just got to maneuver, and and ultimately, I feel like. It might take time, but a good song will always eventually get discovered. And once it does and connects with people, nobody can stop it. Whether, with, whether it's a big label or production yeah. house or whatever, that is that will make an impact. And what it's do just, you think? It's just you got to be around when it does, you know Oh, I mean? for sure.
0: <laughs> and what do you think will happen now with this whole new normal of coronavirus? And like, because oh, if you were, I mean, at least at this point, it's not like you have to be in India all the time or you have to be here all the time. Mm-hmm. But, like, what do you think for, like, collaborations and,
1: you know, if you're making more music for the film industry? Look, number one with the film industry for the next eight months, ain't nothing going on, to be very honest with you. Yeah. So, yeah, let's put that aside, okay? So that's not my focus at all right now. As is with film music, you give somebody a song, it's like, you know, unless you're unless it's like a last-minute thing, sometimes they need a promotional song right. last-minute. And then you give it to them to shoot the video in, like, a couple of days and, and, and it's out. But that's like trying to, you know, pull up to the to the, to the lottery stall and win the 649 <laughs> just before they call the numbers, you know what I mean? But, uh, uh, so, yeah, no one's going to bank off such crazy odds. But, uh, so, with a film song, you give them film music. By the time they work on everything, shoot the film, edit it, think of a plan, blah, 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 blah. And then all that. It takes months, months, if not years. So, Independent music to me is the way to go. I'm doing a lot of mainstream stuff as well, cause I've, like I said, been working with trap and hip hop and mm-hmm. um, that type of stuff. And I I grew up to that, you know what I mean? I remember back in '07, um, one of my boys calling me and saying, Yo, I want you to meet this producer from Toronto, bro, or known from church and blah blah blah. And I was like, I right. Came over, and that dude was Boy Wonder. And I asked him at the time, I go, Yo, what are you working on? He goes, I'm working on an artist called Drake. Oh, you know
0: yeah, he's, yeah, Boy Wanda's huge, huge. He's, he's worked huge. with so many people.
1: Yeah. And, and, and I was like, okay, who's that? And he goes, yo, Drake's the dude from Degrassia. Goes, oh, <laughs> Jimmy. He goes, yeah. I go, oh, man. I go, he's a, he's a rapper. He goes, yeah. He goes, dog, you got like over a million plays on MySpace. That's when MySpace was popular, right? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's dope. All right, cool. Um, Next, and next thing you know, it's everything else is history. You know what I mean? So, so I already got friends that are, that's doing mainstream music anyway out here. Mega right. Man, shout out to my boy Mega. Shout out to my boy Troy, jo- Joe Lewis. S- shout out to my boy Swaggerite. Right? Working with him on something right now, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, uh, yes, yeah, so there's so many artists. They've already recorded track, uh, tracks on my beats and stuff like that. So I'm just collaborating with anyone and everyone. doesn't matter if you're from Bollywood, industry, you know, uh, the Punjabi music industry, mainstream, even Latin. I love Latin music. So yeah, that'd be I, a nice
0: one to hear from you, actually. That'd yeah, be cool. I,
1: I, I got a full Latin album coming. so.
0: Oh, that'd be nice. Like, I could I could yeah. see you get up with uh, J
1: Balvin. That'd be nice. Yeah. Oh, that'd be dope. J Balvin's a tough artist to get a hold of because he only got certain uh, features they can clear during the year. So to, oh, really? Or like even
0: uh, Maluma would be cool, too.
1: Yeah, all of these guys, right? Oh, but yeah. uh, but I, I got one of my boys in New York who's, who's really... Uh, He's Puerto Rican himself, and he's completely in with uh, with the Latin game. So very nice. We're working nice. on a bunch of things. Yeah,
0: yeah. I look forward to that. And tell me yeah. about uh, tell me about Champion. You recently released oh. this, and I saw the video for it. It's dope. And it, I think you said what? It's uh, Sony.
1: Yeah, Sony Music India.
0: How did how so, did you even get with that? Because like that too is like a whole separate, you know, whole separate um, realm of things too. I feel everything is so separated there.
1: Yeah, so so, Champion, the beat was made in t- 2013. Uh, I had the chorus recorded back in 2013 and it just had that song, it was kinda in my bank uh, while I was working on you know all these uh, this film stuff and then my other singles with the Sean Kingston record and all that, and then the reason I didn't put it out because uh, I remember back in 09 or 2010 meeting the head of Sony Music India right. and uh, she's awesome, right? And I'm, I'm still in touch with her. And uh, she's no longer with Sony, but at the time we sat down, she listened through my entire album which was, uh, you know, I had Diva, Natera and Custom Say and all those songs. It was no, mm-hmm. ba- no Boundaries, my first album. And she said to me, you know what, I love your album. The vibe is great because it's like a mix of Hindi and Punjabi with uh, all these different genres. And she goes, even though the rap, uh, you know, there's no street life in India. You're, the, rap, the rap artists that you have on, they, they have melodies so that, that'll kind of connect maybe. But because there's no street life. I don't see a future for hip-hop here. And I said, no, I I, I would beg to defer because- I Yeah, that's like-
0: interesting that she said that.
1: Yeah, I said hip-hop is a type of movement that you can't stop it. It's just a matter of time, you know what I mean? Right. So that's why I had Champion from 2013, and I was like, it's just not the right time. People are gonna look at this song and go, yeah, yeah. You yeah I mean? and it, you yeah, wouldn't you because. wouldn't get the the amount of people behind it at the time of course not you know there was no there was nobody that was rapping or the type of artist that i needed on it i couldn't put english rappers and release a song in india i wouldn't really No, no that. yeah so so it's all about timing so i just sat on it sat on it sat on it and then i had i even had rackstar send me a verse he liked the song too i had his, i still have his verse uh but then when obviously it took longer than he had anticipated and i had anticipated too to be honest to release it but uh, when it came to shooting the video, he's like, bro, I'm just not on this tip no more. I'm a different tip. And I completely respect that as an artist. Right. You know, you go through different phases. So he he kind of, uh, he was off the record. And then um, all the other artists, I'm actually fans of the music. Like Pradhan and Raga, they're incredible. And then I spoke to Haji, and he has a great story. You know, Haji Springer from Cali. Mm-hmm. And, and we've become cool now. So, so it's like, yo, it's time. And then now it was a perfect time to put out that type of song. And the response has been incredible boom 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 you know what I mean so so you see what I mean so 2013 released in 2020 that's seven years for one song to come out which is crazy yeah, that's... because but but that's another challenge that I'm dealing with. I've always been dealing with it's like I'm thinking ahead but sometimes the market has to you you got to be in the market at the right time what I released in 2009 with Diwana Tera and customs <laughs> say it's popping now Tum Habibi my song 2000 which is out in 2012 I remember Ikka Honey Sings boy, he came to, he came to my house in in Bombay, and we were chilling. And he go, so he goes, Paddy, your song Tumabibi, is so fire. We used to go to the club and and uh play your song and just perform on top of it. And wow! It was him and uh, some of the guys from Mafia Mundir, you know. And I was like, whoa, that's big, bro. And most people won't tell you that, you know what I mean? They yeah, just, for they sure. They feel like you might get a big head or whatever, whatever. But he kept it real and he and he said that, and I was like, yo, big respect on that shit, you know. And uh and and that was 2012, and then and then and then slowly slowly the whole music game out there changed, and they're dropping those type of songs now. So I'm thinking. And man, I'm even thinking,
0: thinking with like like Gully Boy, for example, like oh. the whole soundtrack on that is what you've been
1: doing for so many years. Yes, exactly. Right. But and- however, you know what? I hate to say this. I know my boy Rishi Rishi Rich has a few songs on Gully Boy. But I just, I don't know, man, the, the soundtrack could have been better. I feel like...
0: And that's the thing, I think it was okay. I think it was okay for like the introduction of it, but like it could yeah. have been, had they connected with other, I don't know, I don't know, I don't want to say too much either, but yeah,
1: it yeah, just I could know. have been I so
0: mean, much more.
1: It could have been so much more, and obviously as a film, the PR machine and the money behind it, no matter what you put in that, it, it, it would get out to the masses, right? But I feel like musically... And I don't know whoever the, the main curator was for the for the album, uh, has he's gone for this kind of old school sound that's that's kind of obsolete at the mm-hmm. moment. You know, you could have came with something fresh. And I'm not saying the artists on it didn't have the ability to do it. Every single one of them did and do. It's just the 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 A and R behind the project could have I felt, and that's my opinion, right? right? And at I the know, end of the day, man, they're the ones that call the shots too, so Exactly. So when you hold back an artist, you're going to get that held back product. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, yeah. So they could have, I felt like they could have steered it more in a modern direction, but they took it way too. too but you know what?
0: It, I think it It definitely opened up a pathway that it's mm-hmm. for more people, especially young, young people in not just in the industry, but around India to like go off of this path.
1: Yes, 100 percent. And I think uh, DC Hip Hop ain't going nowhere. It's just going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. Uh, it's just the the major labels haven't caught up to the hype yet. Right. And the problem is the major labels have too much of a spread out market. You know, they're trying to cater to. And here's, here's, here's another point, right, for people to look at. Is in the West, if Rihanna drops a song, it gets released on Rihanna Vivo. You right. know what I'm saying? But out there, everything gets released on these labels YouTube channels. So what yeah. happens is the labels they're following is... Fans of, I don't know, say, um, uh, anywhere from Rafi Saab to uh, Honey Sing. Right. So the, the audience's musical taste is all over the place. You know what I mean? So there's no dedicated hip-hop channel yeah. that I'm aware of where that's at the same level of these major labels out there that can curate and consolidate all daisy hip hop music on one channel where people know where to go so that would be good to have
0: and who knows maybe in the next like upcoming years it, it could be something
1: It probably it's probably in the works already
0: you could get a part of that
1: yeah that's true I just thought of an idea right now on, on air which I'm gonna look into myself
0: <laughs> that's awesome um, so what can we... I know you talked about your three albums coming out and can we expect that like end of 2020, 2021
1: uh, no, end of 2020 for sure. Before nice. the end of 2020. Before the end of. 2020, I mean, at least quarantine's
0: giving you more time to to
1: it work has, on it. It has, man. Quarant- quarantine's taught me to work on a laptop and a pair of speakers and a little keyboard and put out music that people would think came out of a, a, a 20 million dollar studio. You know wow. what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah, that's what that's what circumstances do, right? They, they, I was stuck in England for five months, um, and so obviously I didn't have my home studio there. I had certain. Uh, parameters to work right. within right and and w- when, when you get cornered like that you have no choice but to m- improve yourself or your yeah and you can't
0: right. just sit around for five months and wait no wait chance. for the world no right you chance. have to keep going No chance. Yeah, and especially exactly. I feel like your industry is very like I'm not even just talking about Bollywood but just music in general it's very like you have to keep going or else yeah. you kind of just get left behind
1: yep that's exactly nobody waits for nobody but uh but it was good man you know what uh it sucks for everybody uh uh that has a friend or a family member that that has been affected by the virus mm-hmm. uh health wise number one of course health over anything else secondly financially there's a lot of people that are in trouble and and i feel i feel for i, I feel for them you know, straight mm-hmm. up you know what i mean but um but on the other side of the spectrum as negative as you can look at this is also a positive in that, you know, it's brought people closer to their families for it's, sure. It's made the world just, uh, just hold on for a second, you know, and, and kind of either look back or just take a chill pill for a bit. And, um, uh,
0: and even for a lot con- of us to look at our own values, cause we're just, of course, sometimes so caught up in like the work, work, work that you yeah, forget about you just, everything else.
1: Exactly. And now people are, if you notice, there's a lot of things people are standing up for. For but sure. in a fast-paced life, they, they, they would just have to continue getting on with their with their life to pay their bills and, sh- and shit like that. But, exactly. but now, people are standing up for what has always been important, but they just haven't had the time or energy to dedicate to it. You know what I mean? So, hey, man, it's a revolutionary time in our lives. And, Definitely. And you can either look at it as negative or you can look at it as some sort of positive, take from it, and get better and stronger. So straight up, that's what I'm looking at.
0: Definitely. And before I let you go, um, who's like your dream artist to collaborate with? Like, let's just say in the next, I don't know, five years or so.
1: Honestly, there's so many of them. Okay, I'd love to work with uh, Lil Baby right now. Yeah. I think he's incredibly talented. You know what I'm saying? Da Baby too. Uh, Man, there's so many. Uh, I'd love to work with Drizzy. Who wouldn't, right?
0: Yeah. Oh, you got to get...
1: Rihanna. Rihanna. Uh,
0: I think you'll have to go to Barbados. You can get them both then.
1: Oh, I was there. I shot, <laughs> I shot my Teddy Hussey video in Barbados. Big shout out to Barbados, man. The people are amazing. What a wicked, wicked island that is. Nice. At the best time of my life. Yeah, so I know they're out there right now shooting some some music with uh, whatever, So, uh, some music videos. So yeah, there's, there's too many artists. Miss. There's too many artists all over the world. And oftentimes uh, what happens is uh, you get introduced to an artist through a friend or an acquaintance or something, something. And, you know, prior to that meeting, you weren't really a fan. But when you look into the artist's music, all mm-hmm. of a sudden it opens your eyes to, to like, wow, to their music. And you go, damn, where were, where were you? You know what I mean? Right, right. So, so I could I could bust out a few names right now, but that's based on how I feel this moment or who I know this moment. But And who you're also vibing terms.
0: with, who, who's vibing at the time of like of course. similar
1: tastes that you're going with. Of course, and that's why with Sean Kingston, it was such an organic vibe because when we got in the studio in this crib in LA, first of all the views was just incredible off the hill, right? So as is it's set up for like the perfect vibe. Oh yeah. And on top of that, this dude didn't even write a word. He just sang right into the mic. You know wow. that blew me away because I'm like, "Yo, you didn't write shit? You just sang your verse, bro?" And he's just like, "Yeah, man, that's what's up." And I go, "That's that's talent right there. That's like He's super,
0: talent. he's super. I like I really hope we see more of his stuff,
1: yeah, yeah. He's he's a, and he's from a musical family. He's a musical dude. You know what I mean? You can, you can. And pull he started young,
0: young. Yeah, like.
1: he started young, and he. You can't pull the music out of him, no matter what. You can pull organs, maybe. I don't want to say dumb <laughs> shit like that. You know what I mean? But yeah. You can't pull music out of a dude like that. I'm telling you, it's just so engraved in his DNA that I could see see it, and I'm like, whoa, big respect, bro. And he's, yeah. So it was like a such a, awesome. a, a organic. Vibe, yeah.
0: Um and are you like do you look when you're in India, now that you're kind of in the industry more and you're not necessarily alone, do you hang out with the Bollywood stars and whatnot? Like the actors, actresses. Yeah, I do.
1: I I do some of them. You know, Ritesh I'm cool with. So if I hit him up, last time I hit him up, we was just chill. He we went to uh they were shooting Great Grand Musty four oh, right. or some shit. Three or four, I can't remember. So he was like, yo, roll with me. So we went and then hung out there and uh, went to the shoot. And that's where Fafi was there too, Aftab, and uh, Vivek Oberoi. And I gave him a song called Sitara. But in the end, it didn't end up in the movie. But I'm going to put that on my album. Uh, there you go. So there you go. So so that happened to everything. You know, I just, whoever. It just If that's Nargis awesome. is there, we'll kick it. So I'll just go through my phone. If I'm there, I feel like just hit up a few of them. A lot of them sometimes are busy, blah, blah, blah. But you just kick it with whoever it, it, it could be from the music industry you know film industry whatever it doesn't matter That's there's a awesome. lot of good people there
0: yeah yeah and it's neat that you got to live there and actually be a part of it and not just like kind of on the outside but you're on the inside there too now
1: yeah definitely
0: but yeah no thanks so much for chatting with me i really appreciate you coming on thanks
1: for having me on it was a pleasure
0: if you want to check him out online, you can go to 3J online on Instagram and Facebook. It is P-A-R-I-C-H-A-Y online and I'll also put the link in the bio. You can also check out his website J Buzz and that's where you can find all his recent music um so on and so forth and once again thank you so much for coming on the podcast thank you so much for tuning in for the first episode of season two of coffee time with biswas so extremely excited make sure you follow me on instagram at coffee time with biswas and we'll see you in the next episode